enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. For those of you tuning in for the first time, my name is Aaron. I am back after a short hiatus. I knew I said I would be back more regularly, but you know, life happens, so get with it. Tonight is going to be a great show. We are going to be discussing Black Widow. We got two very special guests. You guys, if you guys are regulars to the Temple of Geek Podcast and my tenure as host, these were my first two guests. Really good friends of mine. I have actor and comedian Clee Wiggins, and I have from Comedy Central and the host of The Greatest Pod, Ed Greer. How you guys doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Ed. I'm Clee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's uh, it's really it's a real pleasure to be back on here with you. And uh, yeah, we were we were some of the early access people. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, I'd, I'd love to talk about Black Widow with you. And I know that uh-huh. Cleveland too. All right. So, yeah. So we, we saw Black Widow. And uh, for those of you who don't know, let me just do some simple house cleaning. Uh, it stars Scarlett Johansson, who's been Black Widow since like the early days, since the before times. Uh, Florence Pugh is, um, well, we'll get into some, some characters going a little bit further, but, uh, so this movie was supposed to come out a year ago. Yeah. Like a year and like two months ago. (laughs) Right. Like a year and two months, like literally like right before, right, right when everything shut down, this movie was supposed to come out. Yeah. I do believe now, and now more, even after seeing it, this movie should have come out years ago. Like years plural, yeah. and and it, you know, and I'm not saying that from a, oh, they should have, you know, the only woman Avenger in our own vehicle thing. I mean, like that and storytelling wise, you know, this would have been, you know, something that should have came a little bit before. What were you guys' initial thoughts on the movie? I liked it. I thought that Melania, Rachel Wise's character, was vastly yes. underwritten like she has no oh motivation goodness, yeah. for anything that she does whatsoever but other than that like sort of, and i think red agent and taskmaster also sort of like suffered from that a little bit but her character i thought was way underwritten but other than that i liked the movie i don't know personally I kind of liked it a lot. I didn't really find anything too offensive about it. I do definitely agree that there are characters that they maybe there's some some decisions that came down that went a little left in regards to yeah why why doesn't uh, my baby Rachel Vice uh, she's my whole <laughs> pass with Clee if, I, if I'm ever if I'm ever in the Oscars and Rachel Vice wants to leave Daniel Craig aka James Bond. And I can get with Rachel Weisz. So I think everybody's safe. (laughs) I think everybody's safe all around. But uh, I do, I do, I really think Rachel Weisz is a great actor and yes, the the best. I just think having her have a little bit more of a crisis of conscience, if that's what it was, or having her have to break out of the stuff or something, just, she just sort of like, hey, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of bad. Okay, I'm everyone on everybody's side now. Let's go. You know what I mean? With without without too much real explanation. Exactly. Now, and again, I like the movie. I, I did enjoy this movie. I found it to be a really good movie. But 
my my thing is like yes, Rachel Weiss was badly underwritten, and then from a fan standpoint, Taskmaster has always been one of my favorite characters. I went into this knowing very little about what they were going to do with Taskmaster. I do not mind them doing a gender change. Don't mind that at all. That doesn't matter to me at all. But to have a movie with Taskmaster, and for those of you guys who don't know, Taskmaster in the comic books, he was born with basically just reflex memory. He can just look at anybody moving and their techniques and copy that completely. And he talks a lot. Like he's a basically wisecracking, you know, super villain kind of. Not even real super. He's he's a mercenary above anything. So having Taskmaster not speak at all, I was like, oh, that's not. Uh, I didn't really enjoy that. But also, Taskmaster was just there. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it, it it was just there, and it really didn't lead to much. And I basically just downloaded everybody's move sets in the back of her head. Yeah. I don't, I didn't quite get Taskmaster. Like, I mean, I get it, but I didn't, it's, she's completely different in the movies than she is in the comics. Like, right. they, they basically like did a Mandarin on her where she's like a completely different person. Yeah, yeah. So that was weird. And also, I'm sorry, but Scarlett Johansson also got outacted in this movie by, especially by Florence oh, yeah. Pugh and David Harbour. They both just destroyed her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Florence Pugh yeah out of the water like it was it was almost like scarlett johansson was just there just for lack of a better term it was like she was just there just phoning it oh. in thinking that she can do black widow in her sleep mm-hmm. but when everybody else is bringing it you gotta kind of step it up too especially if it's your movie and she didn't really step it up but that being said she was still good like it's not like scarlett johansson wasn't good and like she didn't harrison ford phone it in like where he's like, right, right, walking right. from here to there. She didn't do that. Like she yeah. did act, but she just got. I think she got outacted by David Harbor and Florence Pugh. Well, and also just, 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 just to be like, geez, Louise, you guys are coming down on the best Chinese actress ever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is this is ridiculous how you guys are coming down on her. Um, uh, I've seen her play trees, rocks. No, the the thing is, she is. Hold on, hold on, there, Ed. I will not let you just brush off Scarlett Johansson's roles without bringing up the fact that she was Joaquin Phoenix's computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they should have got that and Taskmaster together. Uh, but but look, I, I, all I'm going to say is I think it's very easy. It's much like in comedy, right? When the headliner has to get on stage and do an hour, every asshole in the lobby is going to the feature act. Yep. The one who goes on right before the headliner. Yeah, I think he was funnier than that guy. That guy had to do an hour, uh-huh. had to had to do go through the check drop spot. You know what I'm saying? Where everybody's checks get dropped and everybody starts doing the <laughs> tip math in their head yeah. while they're supposed to be watching the performer. The headliner had to go through all that. The headliner in this movie is Scarjo, and she has check drop spots galore, different weird stuff she has to act, weird, you know, stuff that she has to do to like to keep the story going and stuff. And Pew and them got to just come in and be the feature actor, the person that opens, just like, hey, here's my best five jokes. You think I'm a genius because I told all my best jokes right on time and you know it just it's an easier job what they were doing well they had well they had also the some of the better lines in the movie 
That, but that's what I'm saying. So it's like they were they were playing for their lives. They had better. You know? They just had a better character development. Whereas, like, we're supposed to come into this movie like pretty much already knowing who Black Widow is. So, like, if this is a if this was your first Marvel movie, then you have like, who the fuck is this redheaded bitch? Where did she come from? We don't know anything about her until her sister shows up. Basically, like, why is she on the run? What is going on? What are the Sokovia Accords? None of that is explained. Mm-hmm. So if it's your very first Marvel movie, you're sitting there like, what the fuck? You're like, what is happening? And then you're also going, ScarJo is good, but Florence Pugh is better. Like, that's really what you're thinking that whole time. So, I mean, it was still good. Like I said, I I enjoyed the movie on the whole. That doesn't mean it's free from flaws. But also, what you just said could be, like, could really work in their favor, seeing as how, you know, these big actors, they get so big that they don't want to do these roles over and over again. Chris Um, Evans has begged off and made himself get (laughs) de-aged and all this different jazz. So if, indeed, they don't have access to to Scarlett Johansson anymore for this role, they've perfectly put over Florence Pugh in a way that it never happened in the comic books. In the comic books, there is a Yolanda Belova, whatever the hell. Yes, there is. And she, she, there was never a point in time when i was like oh i'd rather have her than natasha no. never once in my, all my years of reading comics have i ever been like oh natasha can go somewhere and i just love me yelena so right. once again the mcu makes a character way better than they were in the comic books and i'm gonna put the capital w in that way better they also did the same thing with red guardian uh david harbour's character because in the mm-hmm. comics red guardian is black widow's ex-husband instead of like her fake soviet father on a secret mission mm-hmm. in ohio of all places, which sounds like reverse Siberia, <laughs> if you've ever been to Ohio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, yeah, you guys are on a secret mission to Ohio. Like, what the fuck? Are you <laughs> but um, <laughs> Ain't there any problems in uh, Maui that we gotta <laughs> oh, check out? I'm like, Ch- Chicago is right there. Why can't we yeah. get a good city? It's not... It- it's, it's like they're, it's not, they're not even in Dave Chappelle's Ohio at this point. It was like 1995 when he was in D.C. But um, but yeah, so like, and, and Ed, I, I feel kind of attacked because I, 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 I was that featured oh. act who got told that I was funnier than the headliner <laughs> in the lobby once. That, that's a long walk home after that, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> now we we feel we we, we all comedians uh, have gone through it on yeah. some level, and it's just like it is. But it, it it's the it's just the the I don't know. The audience doesn't know. The audience right. doesn't know the difference. They just know they sat down, and for the fifteen minutes you was on, you was great. And then the headliner was kind of okay, then really good, then kind of okay, then really good. Yeah. And then he was, and then he was done. And he's just like, well, that other dude was better. It's like that other dude had to do 15 minutes, his best minutes. Right. And yeah, I think Harbor, Harbor and, and Yelena, uh, or Harbor, Harbor and Pew, uh, as Red Guardian and, and the new Black Widow, uh, were just great. They were just really great. And they really showed the, the, the Red Room program to be like this intricate, like Jason Bourne, you know, uh, spy nest where they really make these ill spies and like all of them being kind of like black widow, like she is the template, but they are all her right. on some level. There, there was something dope about that yeah. whole thing. And Melania sort of being like the first, but ScarJo being like the template was good switch to having him having to hypnotize everybody. Um, you know, obviously this is not a spoiler free review. <laughs> Oh, no, obviously not. Um, him having no, to hypnotize yeah. everybody in order to maintain control because he couldn't 
maintain control with them leaving, you know, obviously after um, Natasha or Flash Scarlet, uh, Black Widow actually leaves the program and he's like, I'm gonna hypnotize them so they never leave me again. That's sort of how we get Taskmaster too, but it's more fucked up than that. And I sort of loved the fact that her and Hawkeye, who we never see in the movie, just blew up a child and were like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You're an Avenger yeah. now. You know? <laughs> Dude, I love it though because that's Black Ops. Anytime people want to tell tell you about all this heroic jazz that we do across the world, we do that stuff at at least two. Yeah. Right. I, I'd say we just do that stuff. But if you want to believe we're heroes, sometimes that's great. But well, we do that. Yeah, we all know Black well, Ops you know, and it, Wet Work and all that shit. They regularly kill children. I mean, even my brother all the time <laughs> regularly yeah. kill children all the time. If you really want some current <laughs> events, everything going on in Haiti right yeah. now, that that's starting right. to come up and stuff. So, like, Black Ops is some real things. Like, people will go into other countries, and, and now we actually know what that throwaway line from the first Avengers movie was. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is just like Budapest. And she's smiling about yeah. that. So, like, well, that's that, that line she had gotten is gotten away, and then she had not got away, and that he had yeah. basically his own. Not Quinjet, but his own sort of carrier in the sky. I forgot what that's called. Yeah. He had that like yeah. hover bike from the first yeah. Avengers arcade game. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's, uh, let's talk about like the yeah, the shield yeah. helicarriers. Basically, they had a red room helicarrier right, in this one, yeah. which was really dope. But like, okay, let's just go back to your boy, your boy, your boy Assmaster. Um, now, look, <laughs> I loved. I, I love Taskmaster. You, you don't uh, to, to to prove to you my love of it. My very first screenplay I wrote was called <laughs> Taskmaster, Get out of and it God. was literally about a dude who could look at stuff done one time, and he was a superhero because of it. But he was like a sci-fi hero, whatever. That's okay. the end of that. So, like, I am a Taskmaster Stizan. Dude, you and, okay? you and me both, man. So, but but again, the problem with Taskmaster always was in the comic books. He was a super fucking jobber to the point yep. where he would literally like train the goons that were getting yeah. beat up by the heroes. So he would be getting beat up twice. Like he would get beat up a little bit and all his homies that he trained up would get beat up and they would just look at him like you're supposed to train us. Daredevil just took us apart. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be so dope. They always jobbed him out. And then in the recent comics, they, they had this thing that made him Tony Masters and they made his like mind like fill up with data. Yeah. So, like, he could remember all these people's moves, but he can't remember his wife's face. Right. His handler and shield was his, his wife, wife that he could not remember because his mind was filled up with ninja moves that he learned from different people and skills. So the skills pushed his short-term memory out. So he was, like, a memento guy that was, like, a, you know, just a thing to be sent out on missions. You know what which, I'm saying? Which, and it's just which like, is you know. a great movie. I want to see that movie because that story alone is just... Amazing. Well, you know, you said you said you said something about a callback. There's another callback from the Avengers movie when when um, Loki is talking to ScarJo and the and he's in the holding cell and uh -huh. ScarJo comes down to talk to him and he's like, "All that stuff, yada 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 yada." Drakov's daughter, the the this and oh. that. He says it in that movie. Did he? In that I have to go back of, and check stuff that. that he's talking to her. He literally says it. He says Drakov's daughter. So, like, the fact that we finally get to find out what happened to Dracov's daughter, I thought that was super fresh as far as, like, just like the Budapest line, they did not know what the hell Budapest right. meant at that time. 
There is zero way they knew that. But these screenwriters, having gone back and looked at the just like the screenwriters where they look at the comics. Yeah. They grab these super dope things out and make them mean different stuff. And last things last on Taskmaster. I personally enjoyed it much like I enjoyed the the the, the Mandarin thing, honestly. Because when you really get down to it, I didn't want him to be a jobber uh, who was yeah. just going to job out to to Black, Black Widow anyway in this movie. He really was just sort of the muscle. So a fat old man doesn't have to be who you're a fat old man or other women. Right. Don't have to be the only thing that you fight in the whole movie. You can fight a super soldier who just happens mm-hmm. to be a woman, like a super souped up version of a Black Widow. So like all that stuff. And then the, the, the chickens coming home to roost of her basically making that person and then her having to pull a Wonder Woman at the end to be like, I could fight you and I could maybe kill you. Yeah. But I don't want to. Like, why do I got to do that? Why do we got to do this? You know what I'm saying? It was like a I, I thought it was a good moment. And I think you earned that by. Taking some of Tony Masters' story away, taking that Taskmaster jobber shit away, and just giving it to this lady as like a tragic story of like, that's the only way her dad connected with her is to make her a knife, make her a gun against his enemies. And the only only shit he can hold in her mind is kung fu moves instead of like hugs from her daddy and shit. I mean, come on, man. That's her, like some gravitas da- shit. I think that's a good villain her. problem. Her dad never hugged her. <laughs> hold on. That dude did not hug anybody. He's got his own pheromones hypnotizing people. He ain't. <laughs> oh, well, maybe it's an implanted memory, but either way, she uh, ain't got nothing but but nothing rattling around in her head to comfort her at all, except how she's going to karate chop you in your neck with the special strike she just right. learned by watching TV. Yeah. Now, uh, so I thought that was tragic. I thought that was tragic. It made the villain a bad villain for once, oh, not yeah. just these guys that kind of have a point and then they get murdered by the heroes. By the end <laughs> like of the movie. instead of that, it was like a real. Yeah, instead of that, it was a real bad guy. Yeah, like yeah, Marvel has had a problem with that where they have like s- some of their better villains have valid points, so it's like okay, look, we gotta kill this <laughs> yeah. dude quick, which kind of which sends the message that like yo, if you talking some real shit, expect to get killed by a bunch of white people with powers. So that that shit again, I I did enjoy this movie, and I I had a brain fart. I watched this movie early in the morning when I first saw it. And I thought that Natasha and uh, Yelena's like their contact where they get the helicopters and stuff from for a second. I swore that was Craig David. I was like, oh, sweet. He's getting work. That actor, O.T. Fagbinle, I think. Actually, he's in the he's in the Handmaid's Tale. I, I had no idea that that was the same guy. Huh. Yeah, I never saw that guy. It's like maybe three episodes of the Handmaid's Tale, because, you know, when you leave your TV on, it'll just keep going. His character reminded me of somebody else that I thought that they until they gave him a name. I thought that was Wyatt Wingfoot for a second. Like, oh wow, yeah, Wyatt Wingfoot, long time uh, Fantastic Four yeah. buddy. Yeah, of course, it's a Marvel movie, so you guys stuck around to the end credit scene, correct? What? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get a character that we saw in now again. This movie was supposed to come out a year, a year and a couple months ago. But we saw a character in Falcon and Winter Soldier who made a return in this movie, the Contessa. Mm-hmm. So are we all on board that they're setting up at, at least the Thunderbolts? Maybe. I think it's also a setup because, I mean, for Hawkeye, because um, I think Florence Pugh has actually already been announced as having been cast in Hawkeye. Oh. So think that Sharon Carter will show up as the power broker. In, in Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. So the Contessa, I think, will eventually, maybe it's the Thunderbolts or some version of that, or it's some version of S.H.I.E.L.D. or 
something like that. Well, they made they made a they made a point of making um, uh, Baron Zemo kind of uh-huh. cool, yeah. And that that's the whole engine. Well, one of the engines that make the Thunderbolts situation run is is a newish version of um of Zemo. Even in the comics now, I've read some comics within the last like six months where Zemo is kind uh-huh. of a Nazi killer. Like yeah. he's really he's like back in the days the comics was just like he was sort of a half-ass superhero kind of Nazi. Right. But he was he was he 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 would like show up to the Nazi meetings, but he wouldn't wear all your gear. Like he'd like wear his Nazi armband around his knee, like a knee brace. Yeah, like he yeah. was trying to do a new style. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't all the way down. He's like, you know, I'm he not was, gonna like, have my all the way up. The, I'm gonna turn my hat back. Right. Was like you know. <laughs> Like Black Hair Panther with the Avengers, he was he was he he didn't want to kick it with them dudes. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna get into some Avengers stuff with y'all, but you can't really call me a member of right, your team because I'm right. like I'm like a king. I do things. I can't be kicking it with y'all in this VFW hall like a bunch of losers. Yeah. I can't be doing that. He's like, now. I got king things to do. Like I'll, I'll be at the embassy. Y'all call me if y'all need me, but <laughs> if y'all really need me, if there's something going on in Africa, I'll I'll help. But like otherwise, you know. Oh, dude! Like since Tony died, like if 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 one of y'all checks bounce, I'll come through for you. Right, right, bitch. right. You know, I got that. I got that skill. But other than that, man, I'm gonna be in Oakland teaching kids these computer jazz. Speaking of Tony dying and like the Avengers not getting paid, which is like canon because Falcon mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier they say they don't get paid. Uh, Vision straight up stole some money to buy a plot of land, <laughs> like. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. That robot stole a plot of land, and he did some Ultron shit where he just shifted some money. Around. <laughs> hey, dude, he was just saving his per diem. No, if you a robot, you don't need to you eat. Don't, he don't, was saving. You don't need he was a like per a boomer. Diem. No, he chose. He blinked. He blinked. He did that weird robot blink where you just blink with your eyes closed, and he just shuffled some cash around and bought a deed. Because uh, he pulled a cyborg. Yeah, he's like <laughs> from oh, the from the from the Snyder cut from the four cyborg. hour Snyder cut. Yeah, <laughs> that was, oh, I'm not getting that afternoon back at all. <laughs> but, never, <laughs> never, that dude. But I, but you you were saying about the um the the Avengers and uh, what this might mean for free. I'm telling you, I really do love the fact that. The next time the Avengers get back together, they will have been through a yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah, more than just oh, yeah. New York. Like, a lot like they'll stuff. have lost Avengers right. at this point. They'll, you know, they have lost at least two. They're getting come after by other people. They've already gone through the Winter Soldier program. They've gone through Iron Man and Captain America fighting each other forever. And then they're both gone. Like, even though Captain America technically isn't dead, um, now there's a new Captain America, and it's all kinds yeah. of craziness. So, Wanda terrorized an entire yeah. town for a couple <laughs> weeks. Right, like, right. We got to talk and about then going to the do, and then going to the multiverse for a while to kick it with Steven Strange yeah. to sort of learn some stuff. Yeah. But obviously, it goes wrong because there's a multiverse of madness mm-hmm. that goes on. Right. Meanwhile. Uh, in the quantum realm, the Ant Man is them is getting <laughs> in with Kang, and he's like, "Damn!" Yeah, and then apparently there's another Loki around with a very badly lit show, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> it is badly lit. I'll give you that, but it is a good show, though. I liked it not as much as Wandavision or Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I like Loki, and I think it's funny. I'm very I, excited for the last know, episode this week. 
I want to like Loki, but it's like it's hard for me to get into it. it. I don't, I don't, and I, I, I won't go too much into the article that I'm writing because it'll be out by the time that the finale comes out. But a lot of a lot of my problems with Loki is their over reliance on time travel and stuff. It's getting to be a really old trope, you know. Well, I find Loki yeah. is full of white nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank. Yes. It really, it really is. but it's not like Joker level white nonsense. It's just low level white nonsense. Where you're just like, okay, well, yeah. you, you do you. That's fine. You know, it's full of midday right. sandwiches. It's fine to eat, but you know, less of us don't necessarily want that. But I like. I still like Loki. Not as much as the other two shows that have come out, but I still enjoy it. But it is poorly written. That throwaway line. Yeah. It is like, I thought something was wrong with my TV for a minute. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've but, definitely done the brightness search. Yeah. On, I've been in here in the front room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to do the brightness search on it and then revealing that it's turned all the way up. I'm like, you <laughs> this is this is so low level, low light. Like this is like, I'm like did wow. Blair, Blair Witch is more lit than this. I'm like, did y'all film this on a Super Eight? I thought that I was watching Black Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite, right? Dynamite. They did that on purpose. Though, the one thing I do love about Loki is one thing that I do love. In the most recent episode, there's another. There's like two or three Black Loki. Mm-hmm. One of them, and I think I could I could pull this off. One of them has his horns made out of his dress. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. I, love, uh, I, I do love the multiple Lokis. I love the Loki that's oh, yeah. comic book accurate as far as how he's dressed. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I love alligator Loki is obviously capturing the internet's attention right now. I love right. big Loki. You know. I would have loved if that was the show. I thought that was going to be the show. Like we get like a bunch of different yeah. movies every episode. But well, do real quick as we as we do this yeah. aside about uh, 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 about this. Uh, I I'm right there with you, uh, Aaron. I'm right there with you. I was like, for my money, if they had to introduce that super multiple Loki's at like episode like three, yeah, and kept and 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 then and then like you have an adventure in episode four. Where at the end of that adventure, there's a billion Lokis, and at the end, there's like four or five, right. and two of them, two of them are kind of buddies because they know each other a little bit, mm-hmm. and they know they don't know these other new fools. So that's a whole that's a tension that you ride for five and six as you head on out the story. That's, I would have just really liked that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's good what they're doing is good, but I'm just saying if I had to tweak something, I would do that. So I'm, I'm right on your wavelength, bro. Like I, I think I would have got into it more if we would have got more of that. But speaking of more of one character, so there's an entire room of Black Widows, basically like Marvel mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, if this one doesn't work, we got a whole line of them that can probably get in." Yeah, there. and then they just ride off into the summer and have like a hot girl summer <laughs> after the movie or something. Because- yeah. We have a whole lot of hot bitches with with uh, yeah. eye training. Who are not under mind control anymore? Who are just out here, like just living their best life. Some of them probably went off and got married. Some of them did have a hot girl summer. Some of them went off and became bartenders in Vegas or whatever the fuck. Right. Well, dude, but you know what's interesting? Like those girls are uh, the chick from Long Kiss Goodnight, basically. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? They like got all the super spy skills, and now they're supposed to be chopping onions and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go kill that dude who <laughs> me up in the Arby's yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where he stay. I could just do a ninja flip uh-huh. over the fence. <laughs> Or like slip through his kids' room because they heavy sleepers, then murder this fool and step right out the window. Or they do, a, or they do a call back to end game, and like Yelena is having trouble or something. They say, "Well, how are you going to get out of this one?" And then one pops out, "Don't worry." And then the rest of them come out, "She's got help." And it's just like <laughs> they might. Yeah. I could see Marvel doing Dude, that I mean, call back like that. That could totally happen. Throw that in the writers' room, Aaron, because that's going to happen. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, and I think it'd be cool too, because frankly, uh, uh, y- Elena being able to like, yeah, call her, call her sisters to get down right. on some, have a network like her, like Elena would be the super, uh, um, Black Widow because she would have the network that was all uh-huh. down with her. Hold on, hold on, hold saying? on. Let's call freedom. it. Let's since she's the Black Widow, let's call it her web of influence. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So like that 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 whole thing could I mean, be very I think that'll uh, show up in the Hawkeye series probably since since Homegirl has basically tasked her with killing Hawkeye. Basically. Um that it's gonna be like more than one of her coming after him. I don't know if that she'll necessarily take on this mission solo. Is she gonna bring back Wet Guardian? Is right. he gonna be there or Melania or any of the other Black Widows? Like that hasn't like I know they've just added a bunch of cast members, but you know I'm excited for the Hawkeye series. I think that'll be the new good one. If they ever bring Daredevil back, they can just give one of the Black Widows to him because she's very significant to his story, and they could just re- rewrite it as being like you know what that's the, his that's his Black Widow. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's the one that he met. Like I mean, yeah. honestly, Elektra being somebody that even got drummed out of the Black Widow program because she true. like murdered yeah. some dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like stuff like that. Like I like Black Widows or the Red Room and all that stuff, ha- taking its rightful place amongst the shadow societies of the Marvel universe and having a spreading web, like you said, of influence. Yeah, that's that's an interesting development mm-hmm. after this movie. I just hope they remember it. You know, if I get like Disney, please hire me so I can have y'all remember y'all loose threads out there. <laughs> I need me some. I need me some Trevor back in the Marvel universe again because that was like I, I, I like dude, I like I, Trevor from Iron Man three. I like, like that was that hilarious. Reveal. I thought it was it was hilarious <laughs> in the moment, but overall, I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> well, wait, well. I I think overall, like, well, how do you like in the fact that they're going to do in uh, Shang Chi uh, that that the real Mandarin, like like yeah. a really fresh a really fresh Mandarin? I think that's so fresh, and I, I'm I'm mad that I neglected to mention it earlier in that whole like pantheon of stuff that they got going on because when they get their new Avengers team together, it's actually kind of fresh and homegrown. It really like, what is. if they could keep doing this? What if they could just keep doing this? Like keep making new versions of the same stuff. I mean, they I mean, have it is done Disney. it. Also, they've already they've they've given a new Captain America. We've got a new Black Widow. They can just they got, we're gonna get a new Mandarin apparently. So everybody knew. Uh, and they can right. We got armor. We got armor wars coming up. Mm-hmm. So War Machine might become a new Iron Man. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, they might bring in. I mean, might bring in Riri Williams. Who knows? What? Like, how far are they along with the armor wars? Do you know? Uh, they announced it, and we know what the logo looks like. That's pretty much where we're at. I do love the idea of the armor wars because I've always been a proponent. Look, man. 
I'm glad we got to talk about Black Widow today, but I think the overarching conversation is about the straight up street level and spy level and and human level of Marvel. I, I just think that's what this whole thing is about. Like the, the it ain't just about super gods and stuff because super gods don't honestly run this place. Not at all. When you really look at the events of what happened in every time the world's gotten saved, there has been a person, a human person. Yep. Or very close to just regular human person right there doing some great stuff to help it happen. And a lot of times that person is Black Widow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just I just think that is that's really fresh that the people who really run who run the world girls. What is this? 2017 or whatever. <laughs> like all these girls that adore Malaje. And just think about this world. In the future, there are people who got kicked out of shield, kicked out of sword, yep. uh, Dora Milaje who might have left, uh, hammer tech people, and black widows. They could a, a gang <laughs> yeah. made of those could defeat almost anybody. You know, so and we still haven't even thought like yeah. the Eternals is still coming out. So, <laughs> yep, the Eternals is coming now. I'm I'm a fan of the Eternals. Uh, I, I like how they're written. The Neil Gaiman run on the Eternals too. That large graphic novel was great. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch the movie. Uh, they'll, they'll gladly get my money and I'll probably enjoy it. I don't know if that's going to be something that's not just going to go over a lot of people's heads though. Yeah. I mean, it's a largely Asian cast and it's being directed by an Asian director. So it might be too Asian for American audiences, but we'll see. Right. But I mean, you know, things like, you know, um, crazy rich Asians and stuff. People love it. And, and right. what's her name in the dragon? I forgot. Kaya and the dragon, something like that. Like, so you never know. Oh, yeah. I think Raya. it's going to do well. You know, everybody got hot for this movie. So including Kamel, which is so funny to me because Ed and I know him. Right. And we met Ed and I met at Meltdown, technically. So. It's so funny to me that he got hot for this movie. Every time I think about it, I go, that's weird. <laughs> well, the, the thing I think that would go over people's heads in the Eternals is all the uh, the super uh-huh. Kirbyism yeah. that's going on. Like, there's a lot of real deal just Kirby in, like, the 70s. Like, this ain't, like, g- you know, good old Jack. This is, like, Jack after some tie stick and some real life experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like he's out there with the, the, the stuff that he's making in the seventies. And he's really like introducing all these concepts mm-hmm. of like, where do the truly deviant in our society come from? Perhaps they're genetically engineered, just like right. the other people who gets to say that they're the gods or right. they're the good ones, or who gets to say that they're, these other ones are deformed, who gets to say who's like, it was like, he was, he was taking on value systems and, and giant splash page comics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and 12 panel grids and shit. And he just like, the Kirby stuff in the 70s is nuts, and the Eternals is just – I can see what you're saying in regards to it being above people's heads in regards to, like, just the, – the, these are the stories of gods throughout eons yeah. and how they relate to each other and how we are just chaff in the wind of their their disturbance. Yeah, I mean, but who's them, the chaff and, them, who's, and, their jet and who's the deviant and who's the real Eternals? Like, all of that is – sort of like I think kind of going to be mixed up in this movie in a way that is yeah and it's I, I'm, I'm also I'm because I, 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 I agree with what both of you guys said and also there's so many characters in this movie as well like they didn't really get into like in the in the MCU they really didn't get into like 
large, large cast until like later on. You know, even like the Avengers only had like six principal cast members in it. So with a new movie with an all new cast having like upwards of like 10 characters in there, I don't I, I fear that they won't have enough time to give everybody a reason to care about everybody in the movie. Of course, there's going to be some outliers and stuff. Uh, but we got a largely Asian cast. We got two Game of Thrones alumni and Selma Hayek, who does not age whatsoever. Yeah, even with her illness, uh, she just like she's just like I'm yeah. sitting over here just chilling though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Selma Hayek is like, all right, well, look, give me the super soldier serum again. I got to act again. So, so I'm excited about it because I was excited about it when it was supposed to come out last November. And it just looks cool. I love movies that are filmed beautifully and just have like great visual effects. This is why I can watch Doctor Strange over and over again. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Strange really got me in regards to like I don't I don't mess with magic at all. Oh. And just the visual way that it advised you that magic is totally real and this is how you achieve it, or this is at least how it looks. It yeah. has certain, you know strains on you it does you have to have certain technique you have to be physical you have to understand that you're you know taking forces in the universe and yada 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 and uh it got over on me and it, a lot of it was visual how it showed that yeah. you know magic is the cheat codes for the universe yeah and also magic yeah. is is basically just science for dumb people so well depicted right. magic is basically just a different type of science uh, i love how Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. so I, I I don't have a problem with magic in the way that Ed does. I didn't like Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. but um, I feel like, but I've always been of the mindset that magic is fine because magic is, like I said, it's just basically it's just science. That's all. It's just a different type. <laughs> and I I love that the MCU took time to like very subtly but like very overtly define what things are. You know, yeah. they define magic. Magic is a certain way. I love how they define space. And this also ties into my problem with Loki because they tried to just figure out what space was with Thor and they kind of failed after two movies. Oh. And then when Guardians came out, they was like, OK, you know what? Space is just an 80s movie <laughs> with like with what people with what people think the 80s look mm -hmm. like for the people who didn't grow up in the 80s. It's, it's going to be all just neon and all, yeah. all this like, we didn't have none of that shit yeah. in the 80s but um like sometimes <laughs> our clothes were neon but that was about it so sometimes <laughs> but like homes and stuff yeah. no we had this awful wood paneling and like yeah. shag carpets and avocado 80s, fridges 80s homes <laughs> didn't look much different from 70s homes we just had slightly better not too much slightly better appliances that's all yeah, it's like your micro your microwave would kill you slower. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, you still might have to turn a dial for the microwave to work. Like that still might be. Yeah, it. yeah, you yeah you'd have to turn a dial up to a certain. Oh my god, I remember. Maybe you had a microwave. Uh, like we're in the seventies, you maybe didn't have a microwave. But if you grew up in the eighties, yeah, you probably had a microwave. You probably had a microwave, and it wasn't the sign of status that it was. Yeah, in the and 70s. it was loud, and it was huge. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was humongous. It and it was loud. You would glow in the you would glow in the dark too, <laughs> like. Yeah, and it was loud as fuck. Like it was just the loudest thing. <laughs> well, so wait, you, 
but so you were saying basically that uh, the 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 Guardians of the Galaxy uh, identified space as an '80s movie, basically more or less. And like Loki, mm-hmm. the show kind of takes it backwards, and they go back to that Shakespearean Thor kind of that the 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 first two Thor movies where everybody's like, oh, you know, we're just gonna speak at a low register Ooh. and just whisper and stuff, and. And then we're just going to have the loudest fucking music. It's like watching an old Game of Thrones episode where everybody's whispering and like the music is loud as shit. But. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is really taking me back to Thor the Dark World. And I really don't want to go back to that place. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking about something that was it, the, the movie was supposed to be going. Um... Uh, the Black Widow would be better if it was done earlier. Yes, I'd like to kind of address that because uh, I think that I think that may be true in that I would have loved to see this Black Widow movie somewhere, obviously after um, Civil War. obviously where it has to take place, you know, after where it has to take place, you know, after. Yeah, uh, it would have been Winter nice Soldier to have seen it War. better placed chronologically, but I don't I don't right. mind that it came out in there. Although I I more wish that Black Widow had been another Disney Plus TV show. Because I think some of the characters are not fleshed out properly, like I, I said at the top. Okay. And I think they could have fleshed out certain characters, especially Melania and Taskmaster, um, and even Red Guardian. Um, more oh, yeah, so yeah, in, uh, in yeah, like uh, an uh, eight-episode TV show. Right. No, yeah, allow allow me to agree with that stuff because I think it would also slam home the point that they were a family yeah. for so long. Yes. Like just a little bit more intrigue of them doing the Americans, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, type of thing, being undercover and then being found out and the little girls having to do hot stuff. And then you get that last scene where they have to fly the plane and stuff. Like, that's the La Femme Nikita of it. You know what I'm saying? That's the La Femme yeah, Nikita Yeah, that, that, that whole you know what I'm saying? part... If that had been a 35 minute episode, that would have been great. But we got 15 right. or 20, like minutes in a movie. And like it, like there are just some things that felt perfunctory to me that I think would have benefited yeah. from a TV show. I could see Scar Joe's also balking at a TV show and being like, nope, I'm not. Doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, she would be like, no, nah, we're not doing yeah. that. <laughs> uh, what I mean, like when it, if it came out a couple years ago, basically, again, so it would fit more into the chronological. Cr- um, fit more into the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my thing is like because it, it starts right after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mm-hmm. on the run, and you know it, it's in between Civil War and somewhere in between Infinity War. Nobody knows where. Ex- yeah. You don't see. Um, you kind of know that um, it's kind of basically it. when she shows up as an adult. It's basically after Civil right. War because um, she's on the run. So we do know she's on the run, yeah. but then. How long is she on the run? I don't know. Is it a month? Right. Is she gone a year? Is this three days? How how long is it? Been? I don't. <laughs> but that's also the smartness. That's the smartness of Marvel, though, because it's like you could put ten stories in that space, or you yeah. could put three, right? Depending on how much you think of it as that. I I, mm-hmm. I frankly love that. Uh, I I think I think it coming out earlier would have hit harder with her like um like changing her hair yeah. and her getting that fresh mm-hmm. ass jet to go get the boys. And it would be like, and I think honestly it would be so cool to have then 
scene a little bit. Maybe not how she helped him out, because honestly, just knowing that she did that is really cool. Right. Even now, that's yeah. really cool, I got to say, because I recognize the hair change and I recognize how fresh that jet yes. was. And I kind of remember that jet being the one that, that they fly over to help uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Homeboy. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I yeah, love that. Like you said earlier, yeah, really like, where are all the Black Widows? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> right. It's like a lot of things that I'm thinking about. It's like, okay, a lot of years have passed. Where are all these black widows? Yeah. And also, also because, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, if this was your first Marvel movie, you got a lot of questions yeah. <laughs> because at the end of because at the end of this, they show her grave. She doesn't die in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she like, just pop dead? Hold on, how she died? Yeah, how she died. Yeah. How she died? <laughs> When? when did this happen? I have so many questions. This is my first time watching Yeah, these. part of it makes so, me feel like this is also an excuse to get you to watch other Marvel movies because there are like maybe three to four Marvel movies you have to watch to understand what the fuck is going on. About four of them, yeah. <laughs> to be like, wait a minute, yeah, things that, have I mean, happened. About four would be fine. Um, which Marvel movies do I have to know? <laughs> But you know what? You, you know what's really sad, though? I mean, I'm not trying to say that nobody does that, honestly. That nobody comes to these just, I'm just watch this all of a sudden. Because they do. I've literally heard, I literally heard an old couple in front of me one time. I think it was, it was either Civil War or Infinity War. And the dude was like, there's so many characters. <laughs> and I know people, even people in my own family, who literally never watched a single Marvel movie. Who decided to watch Black Widow. And I was just like, mm, you're not going to have a bad place to start. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, you're going to need like at least two movies to understand. And then you're going to need two movies afterwards. Right. <laughs> you need at least you need at least four to jump in at Black Widow. Yeah. Um, and because you, you can jump in. If you're going to start with Guardians of the Galaxy, fine. Yeah. Though you don't really need too much in that. No. Cool. Mm -hmm. But black widow you got uh and especially with some of the series too mm -hmm. where if you walk if you jumped in at wandavision you're like what the fuck is going on yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta at least watch yeah. um age of ultron and then uh, avengers 2 to understand what's going on yeah with her. yeah but it's it's one of those things where, like, I, I just wish it was, like, kind of structured a little bit better. Like, or at the very least, they could have included showing her die, maybe, yeah. I don't know, or or her funeral that they had way after Tony Starks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they could have I, I think they would have, I think they could have shown a quick flashback of her dying and then her, her funeral instead of just all of a sudden yeah. homegirl is at her gravestone and you're like, what's this end credit scene? What's going on here? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I just, but I, you know what I really think? I think we're, we're probably just overthinking it I and think we're going, so. yes, there are some people who are going to be like that, but there's going to be some other people. And I was, when I was a kid, I was this person. I would have grabbed this movie, watched it and been like, Okay, so who are the dudes that she's gonna go rescue in the jet? Yeah. Gotta go find that out, yeah. and just and do make the journey and like read the tomes and frankly, and then go back and probably read the comics that was based on. I would have had a field day with this jazz ever because I just saw this chick sky surf like down <laughs> to Utah. Let's not get let's not get it twisted. Like Black Widow is fresh as hell, and I was I was watching some, some dudes uh, on Twitter talk about great her skills. 
Yeah, I, I saw some dudes on Twitter talking about her skills. Like, if she did that, every bone in her body like, would be broken. I'm just movie. like, you don't say that yeah. about dudes, <laughs> no. idiot. And no. Everybody would die from every single stunt. Like, dude, when the people get little hip tossed mm-hmm. down, oh, yeah. that dislocates your spine. <laughs> yeah. You could die. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these people regularly go through building walls, but she's getting hit. But she's getting hurt because she punched three people. Okay, well, that's everybody. Yeah. Right. She tried to do a Hurricane Rana on some. She's on her thirtieth Hurricane Rana. I watch pro wrestling. Yep. She is not doing that <laughs> this far into her career. Like, no. So <laughs> she yeah, well, that dude. But Black Widow's like Sabu, though. She don't give a fuck yeah. about her body. Right. She just jump out. Yeah, because they're so left with that training and that fight or flight instinct. Really, never leaves you. Like my brother has been out of the military now for almost six years and he still has that instinct in him where it's like it's fight or flight let's go and he's not been a marine since 2015 so it doesn't matter that she can hip like she can hip check whoever the fuck she wants because that never leaves you like you may slow down like the red guardian did oh yeah like you'll slow down but you still want to do that shit (laughs) like you still can't do it you know what i mean it's always there now, can we talk about how Red Guardian is basically the Al Bundy of this series? Like, I loved every second of Red Guardian. Like, he he really was like, look, remember, I, I fought Captain America. Mm-hmm. When? In the 80s. He was still frozen. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. He was still four touchdowns in one football game. When? When does that happen? It's like, and they, and they knew... They knew that to get his attention, they would have to send him a Red Guardian action figure. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have opened that and paid attention unless it was something to pick. Yeah. He squoles into yeah. that tiny-ass <laughs> suit. <laughs> he was... <laughs> yeah. Hey, as, as a fat funny. dude... <laughs> As a fat dude that that used to be an athlete in high school and had to put on hard pants and hard clothes after the pandemic, let me tell you, that's that squeezing. He did some good yeah. squeezing. Uh, he was like, I'm getting in this suit and I'm coming to the dinner table with my mask on. Yeah, he's like, he's all, like, he's all, he's all the, comes the, the out like thing, two feet and everybody's like, doesn't count. No. <laughs> The, right. the only the make- only thing that took me out of the movie, honestly, I hate when people do this. I hate like I, I'll go on record saying I don't like a lot of let's just say people who put mm-hmm. sins on stuff. I just don't like that. Like, oh, this is a bad thing and that's a bad thing. And look at this nitpick. I hate all that. But I will say homeboy was just in prison. Ain't watched his ass in a coon's age. And he going to come up in this house with this broad, talk about some sex, and put on a super suit instead of taking a shower. Yeah. My man, I would put, I would take a shower so that I would be smooth and lubricated man. and jump into a super suit. My man ain't say, hey, yo, where the bathroom at so I can shower. He's like, yo, you got my suit still, right? Change into it right now. I've been in. Just, I'm just saying priorities. I've been in Ice Russia prison. So I'm like. <laughs> I, I do yeah, know I that every good. prisoner does want to challenge him, though. That was also a good, another way to put over his superpowers and who he is. Like, but yeah, beyond yeah. that first scene where we see him flip over that thing, and I was like, because that was where I first noticed it. But then when he starts breaking hands and everybody wants to challenge him, and he's just like, "You can all kiss my ass." Like, <laughs> I thought like, he he wasn't he was a super soldier, yeah. but like he was still. 
he was he was basically like, I'm not gonna say that I'm the discount Captain America, but I am the off brand yeah. Captain America. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like I'm better than some well, U.S. agents. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, you can find you can find him in a bag near the floor <laughs> in the cereal aisle, but it still tastes good though. Uh-huh. He, and you get a bunch of it. <laughs> it's like Captain America is. Uh, <laughs> he's Frosted Flakes. They're great. <laughs> and uh, Red Guardian, he is like. Uh-huh. Weeded sugars, they I. <laughs> it's still, it's still covered in sugar though. That's all you look, yo. Niacin. It's the same. He's like, it's the same shit, man. You, you'll love it. It's the, it's the we got. He the weeded Captain America. We got a Captain America at home. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it's it, it got, it got some onions hanging out. This Captain America. This is- <laughs> Why they got onions and bell peppers hanging out this Captain America? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Captain America at home. Don't worry, <laughs> my man. But yeah, but I, I love them though, honestly, bro. Because I, you know what I love? I fell in love with them the very first scene when they were like, "Daddy, why aren't right. you getting in the plane?" And he's like, "Got the Gaddis mm-hmm. apparatus." Right. And he's like, "Yo, I'm about to blast some fools if they try to check us." You know yeah. what I mean? So and, and plus, I can run as fast as like a healthy mule. So it's fine. I'll I'll, I'll catch up to you. And then he did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like that part was cool. Yeah, and he uh, wasn't spending that time in an American prison. He was spending that time in the gulag because that dude was an asshole. Yeah, he was in. <laughs> he was in the real, real. Like he was. And uh, so, back to more funny stuff from 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 the film when Yelena's character, who who stole this movie, by the way, yeah, um, mm-hmm. stole straight up, the, hands down, stole this movie. With her vest with so many pockets. Yeah, I, all I remember, it was hilarious. She was I took myself. <laughs> I, I know y'all can feel me on this. I took myself right back to 1990s. Me, <laughs> yeah. And every comic book character had so many pockets yeah. and pouches all <laughs> over the place. Well, that's that, um, that was that, just, that terrible artist. <laughs> Uh, Rob uh, Liefeld, yeah, your boy, your, your boy Rob. <laughs> he, he left him some pouch pouches back then. So, 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 wait a second. So, on the Temple of Geek podcast, it is a tradition. Anytime we bring up Rob Liefeld, I want everybody listening, everybody within the sound of my voice, look up Rob Liefeld, <laughs> Captain America. Yeah, and they do it about. right now. You know, <laughs> you're hilarious. welcome. It's hilarious. <laughs> but. Uh, I, the uh but you were talking about uh homeboy uh like i i just feel like in the movie uh, the way that they articulated everybody being in a family and and yelena being like the younger one yeah that had the need to like prove that she was dope i love how they articulated yeah that. like i said like her, she was fleshed out as a character 100 percent. but i think some of that came at the expense of red guardian to a certain extent um, but maybe that will be explored later on. Like, why? Like, why was he in jail? <laughs> like, um, and the- they kind of got into it. They said that uh, Dres- uh, Dreskov put him in jail. Yeah, I know that Dreskov put him in jail, but like, for like, why? <laughs> like, I know that Dreskov Drakeoff does what he wants. He's an asshole. Right. <laughs> He's like, you know, villains like that don't need that much motivation because a lot of them just do want to see the world burn or want to take over the world or 
whatever and if that guy was getting in his way but but there's always still a motivation as to like but exactly what did Stockhausen like what did Rick right. do that warranted him like he's now in jail and he'll never get out and, then, and I wanted to be yeah. I personally wanted to be a stupid reason like he brought up that Captain America story one too many times and he was like you know what you're <laughs> out of here dude I'm tired of this well, I mean, the 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 head cannon, the easy head cannon is he was getting too attached to these chicks and yeah. stuff, like this whole like fake family stuff. He was like kind of in love with with Melania or whatever, and uh, and and he really like and uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter he has the names of Natasha and uh, Melania and uh, rather Natasha and uh, Elena in Russian on his arm, so it's is, not part I, of his cover. I, I figured that's what it was. Is that that confirmed? That's that's confirmed. Okay. This lady did like a like a Google Translate visual dilly oh. enhance enhance on it, and basically it's this Natasha and Yelena on his arm, and that's where he's breaking fool's arms and stuff. So it's like that's part of his real life, like his Russian life, not his fake Ohio yeah. life. He put in Russian on himself his daughters. Yeah, dreams, he was right? attached. I so it's that like, so it's like, read true to me that they at least those three were attached as a family. Like as I say, Melania was vastly underwritten because I'm like, why the fuck does she do anything except for being a super soldier? Why the fuck does she do anything? So that's why Rachel Wise is like the best actress in the goddamn world because she was still compelling in the movie, even though you're like, why the fuck are you doing this though? Yeah, exactly. When did you change? When did you change heart? When did you stop being yeah. a super true believer? What was yeah, the her whole the, time like, in the countryside is like family? could also have been a cover. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, right. Well, and uh, just show, just showing just a little bit more yeah. for the people. Like I I I felt like I kind of got it, but I do feel like certain people. Uh, we'll watch movies with like no motivation and then some fan will just make up some and you'll be like, no, they did not show that in the movie. So if you feel that way that you didn't get the warmth of it, because I, I didn't get the total warmth of the family, how they would just defy Red Room. I thought that maybe they did have a nice connection with each other. But how powerful was it to just tell Red Room to go fuck off? It's just, I guess the proof is in the pudding because they did it in the movie, but I just felt like they need that little extra oomph. Yeah. I felt like a mom then why the fuck are we both black widows like if you were our mom right. like that's like what we're supposed right. to do that's her only that's like one it's throwaway line like you were my daughter's well, no we're not not really so not really. I'm gonna need a little bit more from you like she needed like two more scenes and Red Guardian needed like six more lines and then I would have been fine yeah, and I and I and honestly, for me, I think one more year mm-hmm. that they were together because like three's a lot, but mm-hmm. like four, that's enough for people to totally change. Yeah. For people to like, like people change four yeah, years. That's to, uh, any American high school can you know, show you, can you change. That four years does a lot. <laughs> exactly. So I I feel like saying that it was four years would have done me a little bit good mm-hmm. for some reason. That and a couple more scenes, I think, would make it would have made it perfect. But I'm just saying that, given how much damn shit is happening right. in this movie, and how many moving pieces there actually are, I think it they do. A yeah, like I said, it's still a, a super fun over. movie to watch. I recommend it to anybody. If you're a Marvel fan, you'll be like, this is solid. This is gets a solid B plus. <laughs> It's, it, they, yeah, it is. In a grading scale, I give it a B plus also. Yeah. 
because it's a it's a solid movie. It's funny. Yeah. It's, when it's funny, it's funny. Yeah. Um, you like I mean, Florence Pugh obviously runs away with the movie, and David Harbour does a fucking great job. ScarJo is there, and Rachel Weisz is a yeoman's actress. <laughs> right. ScarJo had ScarJo had a contractual appearance, <laughs> and. I, 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 but I, hopefully the bad guy though the, we gotta give credit to the bad guy too what's his name freaking um, that guy oh, god ray winston uh that yes that dude really is i because honestly I, I was i was having a conversation with somebody the other day and i'm not gonna derail this too much but basically we were talking about mission impossible 3 and they were saying that uh philip seymour hoffman in that movie did a super great job of playing a character that wasn't written well but then I was arguing that for you to know that he was acting it really good, he does have several monologues where he says basic villain stuff like, I'll kill your family, I'll find where people you love and where they live, and I will hurt them. He says stuff like that, which every villain says, but when he says it, you believe it. And to me, that's a triumph of screenplay and actor. In that same respect, Winstone is doing yeoman's work with what may not be the greatest no. lines in the history of the world, but they're pointed in regards to like what his agenda really is. Yeah. And I can totally believe somebody thinking that there's way yeah. too many girls. And you can take that however you want. If you want to, you know, but like I could see somebody saying there's so many women and they're not as strong and dope as men, but they're pretty strong and dope. And if I had enough of them, I could conquer anything. So just take away their agency. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Oh, that's so yeah. yuck. But and it's something that you want to fight against and destroy yeah. instantly because and it, it sucks is a very so sort of seventies, eighties way of portraying a Russian villain. Oh yeah, where they're just like we take our women, then we make them strong. Like, you know, he's <laughs> like he's a evil, he's an evil Robert Paul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I, I had to make that joke. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> It was simply irresistible. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I do like that they also brought back General Ross in like his quick scenes. I thought that was hilarious. You know what, William Hurt? Yeah. I, I think, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch every Marvel movie he's been okay. in. I swear to you, I think he only has worn that one suit. Yeah, he only wears the one suit. And or, <laughs> he, or, or he wears his army uniform. His army fatigues, yeah. yeah. He has like mm-hmm. three costume changes across like 14 films. <laughs> I think he found a set he found a set of colors that yeah. work for him. And you heathens don't understand that Ikru is different than <laughs> <laughs> William Hurt, like I love that he's in these Marvel movies because he's literally like you could tell he's there for like three and a half days and he's like I don't know what's going on and I don't give a fuck I'm just here so I can pay for my castle wherever the fuck I live I, yeah, I love he's it like, look, dude I would I mean honestly and yeah. gonna, he's like look I gotta pay another three years of mortgage so I'm gonna be here for the weekend wherever <laughs> you're coming, say that <laughs> say that we need to catch every movie he's in we need to catch this person that's it, right? And dude, I bet you his his work days are like, hey, William, uh, can you come over here? Stand, stand right here. That's your mark. God, you're such a pro, <laughs> bro. I'm sorry. Uh, you're just awesome. All right, uh, say yes. these and uh, just with conviction. And he goes, uh, "We've got to get Doctor Strange." <laughs> that was great, Will. All right, next one. We've got to get <laughs> Spider Man. Damn, that was yeah. great. Yeah, we've got to get that Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, you made me feel a will on that. One. Yeah, that's basically what he yeah. does. Like he does 
three or four movies, like, you know, filming days a year, and it's all Marvel shit, pretty much. And then he goes and does a play for the rest of the year. He's probably was so bored during the pandemic. Because <laughs> he's like, no yeah, Marvel he, movies and no plays? Oh, I got. He, oh, he's I, like, I got a green screen at home. Y'all can make it look like I'm on a computer yeah. screen or something. Yes. You know? <laughs> Just send me some lines, you know? <laughs> exactly. He's like, yeah, I need Dude, absolutely. So, so we well, he could he could do voiceover and they could just yeah. mix his mouth That's up. That's it. It's like <laughs> like if like heaven forbid he ever gets sick, they're just gonna just record a whole bunch of stuff and just use it in perpetuity and just have them on the phone and stuff, kind of like how The Rock and Vin Diesel were in the Fast and the Furious movies when they hated each yeah. other. Just or how they've done they, with James Earl Jones, had... uh, like just recording uh-huh. the alphabet like in perpetuity so that he can narrate everything. Yeah. Like long after he's exactly. dead, he can narrate shit literally <laughs> into perpetuity because they've had him record just random shit. Like the Star Wars people have done it, CNN has done it. People, CNN like, everybody it. else is like recording his voice, like just say this line, and then they were like, "All right, now we got this nigga for another twenty years. He could die tomorrow, and it doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, we we like we got you forever, man. Don't worry, yeah. your children's children's children will be taken care of mm-hmm. from these voice lines. Yeah, this is like you know, Mac from from Night Court just died, so it could happen to anybody anytime. It's just like, and this, is yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, James Earl Jones came over to our side, right? All right, so that's 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 gonna we gonna land this plane. It's, it's been great having you guys back on. It is always a pleasure talking to you guys. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter, just at Clee Wiggins. I'm currently Grandma That Bitch on Twitter, and at, <laughs> that's, my, that's my show name. But I'm just at Clee Wiggins on Twitter, and I'm at Clee Wiggins SF on Instagram, where I mostly just posts. Uh, Food I've made for that, my fat guy, or pictures of him because I love him. <laughs> but you see what I gotta put up with right. all this perpetual food <laughs> and love. It's trash. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's trash, Aaron. Um, yeah, I, I am uh, on uh, on YouTube. I got a little show called Reboot It, where we take movies and we like reboot them. And next season, we might do the marvel universe the, oh, the holy grail of like why would you do that you're crazy we still love tony that's the <laughs> point of the show the we, re- we, we, re- we rebooted we rebooted uh buffy the vampire slayer as a Zack snyder <laughs> movie it was like oh. what if Zack snyder got control of buffy the vampire slayer oh. you know what i'm saying like we're, we're crazy over there so like rebooted is dope and we have a merch uh uh th- uh shop now with t-shirts and jazz this is a, it's a really cool enterprise i love it and it's like we're just you know mixing up your childhood so i love that and the greatest pod that's my podcast uh me and the boys talking about movies we just did a treatise on nobody that uh sort of john wickian thing with bob odenkirk if, if you haven't seen that movie go see that movie. it's a dope movie it's insane it's the biggest it's the biggest we're, we're talking about it as the biggest casualty of the COVID era as far as box office. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would agree. I uh, watched uh, part uh, of it, and I was like, oh, this is intriguing. I'll, I might, I'm not definitely... Yeah, just like, box John office. Wick has no, not yeah. caught my attention at all, and I have not seen any of the John Wick movies, but I am intrigued yeah. by nobody. Exactly. Right. And there you go. That's yeah. the perfect ad for it. Actually, yeah, you made a reference earlier to uh, Point Break. I've never seen Point Break. Really? 
Neither of them did that one, or they also they rebooted that movie and it did not work out. Yeah, they rebooted that. No, yeah. don't watch the reboot. No, yeah. no, don't do I, that. No, watch, I love Keanu Reeves, watch the original and I've one. never seen it. It is Patrick Swayze at his Patrick Swayzeist. It is Keanu at his uh, Keanuist. It's a great ass movie. It's now it's very New York Patrick's at the Swayzeist early nineties. Yeah. so just go in knowing that, and that's all you really need to know. <laughs> oh, it's it's great, dude. It's 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 like it's like right after uh, a sort of a yeah, Bill and Ted. Yeah, right after Bill and Ted, right? Before yeah. Speed. Right, uh, uh, so uh, you're like you're so yeah, you're like Keanu, Keanu was yeah. up to something here. What is he up to? And I think it's even before yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. He, he, I think so. he's, he saw he saw the future being a light like a sort of at that time lightweight yeah. action hero, like a handsome. Uh, uh, it's like him or DiCaprio type mm-hmm. of vibe. You know what I'm saying? That just put this guy who's unassuming but has a physicality. It yeah. is pretty for the women. DiCaprio in these wasn't roles. quite and ready yet just, for prime time because he didn't look like an adult. So it's like, well, we'll take Keanu, and that's fine. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, but Point Break uh, might qualify as his first grown, really, to my mind, yeah. grown-up movie, and I, I love it. It's yeah. a really good movie. Man. Just okay. know it's very early '90s, though. Oh, I, I'm, I'm fine with. I'm, I'm literally about to watch Boys in the Hood. Actually, <laughs> so early '90s movies. Early '90s yeah. movies are just fine because my wife has not seen Boys in the what? Hood, and I, well, I mean, she, you know, she didn't grow up watching hood movies. It's fine. I, she met me, I haven't so here seen that many. Hood movies myself, but Boys in the Hood is a fucking classic. Good lord, it really is. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like, gonna, it's I've never seen like Gone with the Wind. Like white people would look at you. Like, I don't want to see. Yeah, Gone but if with you're the white, wind, I'm cool. Yeah, but that. if you're a white person, you're like, what? Why haven't you seen Gone with the Wind? Yeah, <laughs> mainly because it's a it's it's an integral part of culture. You know, like, I've yeah. never seen Braveheart, and people always look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're you're not missing anything. And I'm a Mel Gibson like <laughs> completist. I've seen The Beaver, but I've never seen Braveheart. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I'm a Brad Pitt completist. Yeah. Uh, I, don't ask, don't <laughs> ask. But I've I've watched I've watched Cool World uh, a bunch yeah. of times. Uh, yeah. Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt has had some. You watch Uh huh. <laughs> I watched Blue Suede. <laughs> Brad Pitt has had some stinkers in the beginning of his career. Like, he is not the box office juggernaut that he is now, completely yeah. now. No. Oh, yeah, Back he, in the day, Brad Pitt, Pitt like, was like... He spent a good decade being like, what the fuck are you up to, Brad Pitt? Yeah, like, Brad Pitt like, did a lot so of what... pretty that... They, and he's actually yeah. a much better actor than he's given credit for. I think his... Way better than he's given credit of, of people recognizing that he's a good actor. Yeah, way better actor than he's given credit for, but I appreciate his earlier catalog because I went through a certain period where I was doing stuff to pay the rent, yeah. you know? So, and and <laughs> he did a lot of movies to be like, oh, man, my man living in on Hollywood Boulevard thinking he chasing the <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my man yeah, I, is- you- just and you see how far he's risen, man. It's I, I, when I found out he was from Missouri, I was like, yeah. "Oh, anybody that's mm-hmm. beautiful can do it." Yeah. <laughs> he's from Missouri, and he was like, "I got to get the fuck up out of here." Where I am Missouri here? eleven. I got Missouri eleven. I got to get out of here. Yeah, anybody from Missouri and is that pretty is just like Missouri is not for me. It's like George Clooney. Yeah. That nigga's from Kentucky, and he was like. I'm yeah. getting the fuck up out of here. Johnny Depp was from Kentucky, sure. too, and they're both like, let's get out of here. Okay, let's go. 
Because if you're not going to escape, if you're not going to escape to Chicago while you're that super yeah. handsome, you may as well just go to Hollywood because yeah. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, I would instantly go. I would, I would put my I would put my head in one of those uh, Iron Maiden vices so that nothing <laughs> bad could happen to uh-huh. it and go to Hollywood immediately yeah. if I was that handsome. Because like Brad Pitt was like super handsome in Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was super hot. Yeah, but thank you so much time. for having for, yeah, uh, yeah, before we start stroking <laughs> this guy, thank All you right. so much for thank you so much for having us on here. No problem. Thank you guys so much for being on. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.